0: hey everyone welcome to the under construction podcast today we're going to be talking with ramona mccook ramona is part of our Keeley company's it team uh, this is a great interview kind of a change from the operations side when it comes to construction but i think you'll enjoy it stay tuned Well, welcome today to the Under Construction Podcast, everyone. Uh, Today I am in beautiful, foggy Pacific, Missouri uh, in the middle of the winter time. And I'm talking with Ramona McCook. Ramona, how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing great, how are you?
0: I'm doing good. Busy time of year, but a lot of good focus going on about the future. Speaking of the future, when you look at your role with the Keeley Companies now, can you explain to people what your role is and a little bit of how that helps push the company into the future.
1: Sure. Um, So I'm the IT Director of the User Experience Team. Uh, My team mostly handles software implementation, design, configuration, and then we support the big rollout. So even if we're not part of the implementation process, um, from a hands-on perspective, we're not actually implementing the software, Um, we have somebody else do it, we're part of project managing and making sure that the company has successful implementation with those products. Uh, whether they be for construction or for support, whatever it is, we do that. Um, So my role is really to lead my team. Um, I have a team of about eight right now that consists of developers and then some BA and a report writer. Um, And really, we just rally behind every single implementation of software to be able to support Keeley companies in heading into the next year um, and into the next five years to be
0: successful. Very cool. So the people behind the people who are making this stuff happen for everyone at the operational level, right?
1: Yeah, we're the people behind the people
0: behind the people's people. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Um, When you look at, so you joined the Keeley Companies how many years ago? About three. About three. How did you come to be a part of the Keeley Companies family?
1: Um, Like, where did I start off as in general? Yeah,
0: just what was your journey to eventually now here you are?
1: Yeah. Um, So... Way back when, um, basically, like when I first started, I was um, not sure what I wanted to do. So I was a really high performer in high school, so I did uh, college credits my junior and senior year. And I actually, I know, shocker, I dropped out <laughs> <laughs> um, because I freaked out. I was like, man, I'm like two years ahead of all of my class. I'm just freaking out. I don't know what I want to do with my life. I'm being forced being forced like, too fast for me. Yeah. Um, so that led me down a path of just like trying different things. And I really like went all out with it, like try anything and everything kind of thing. Um, and in order to do that, I, uh, actually worked with a temp agency. Okay. And so they would send me on little things like administrative tasks and things like that. So I got to see like, um, tax firms, construction, manufacturing firms, see like the different dabbles of industries that I really wanted to work in. Um, and then somehow I ended up as a secretary, um, actually for a neuter construction company. Okay. And I got super bored. I just found myself in a place where I was like, I'm not challenged. There's nothing going on for me. Um, so I started doing an Excel VBA blog mm. um, where I just took in requests from people and tried to figure it out on my own. So I was like, man, this is really cool. I really like doing this. Um, and neuter actually discovered that I was doing it. And so they said they had a need for it in a different company. And that kind of just started spiraling into an IT career. It was like, she knows Excel VBA, so then she learned Access, and then you're doing printers. Um, and I kind of moved within the companies there that way. Um, what The company that I ended up there got bought out by Ruger. okay, um, And I was kind of on an IT trajectory at that point. <clears throat> and when they got bought out, that kind of drain disappeared for me there. Mm. so. I left and I went for a consulting firm and then I ended up here right after that. Um, And then from here I started as a report writer and somehow they just said, here you go and let me go with uh, being an IT director, running a team of eight. Uh, So that's kind of, I just fell into IT and fell in love with it somehow. Uh, It's my passion. It's kind of what I dream about. Just really sad.
0: (laughs) Better to dream about something that you enjoy doing than be stuck in a role that you hate, doing something that you hate, right?
1: Absolutely, I'm sure. Sometimes it's a nightmare,
0: but you, know, like you never know. <laughs> Is it a good dream or a bad dream? Exactly. I, yeah, I don't know. When you look at uh, a typical day at work, and of course I know an IT day, meaning a 24-hour time period because many hours are spent before or after a work, work uh, normal work hours. What does a typical work day look like for Ramona?
1: Sure, Um, I have a brand new team and I took a risk on some of my team members being really green. So my initial day starts with, um, I think in order to have a good day, you have to be planning to be successful. Uh, So reviewing what happened yesterday, what I need to address immediately, um, and then also kind of prioritizing my tasks. Mm -hmm. Then it consists of two stand-ups, I've kind of split my team into two with dev and non-dev. So we do a quick fire drill. What do you need? What can I get out of your way? And is there any personnel things that I need to discuss? So I make sure my team is supported. Um, From there, I still do tasks because we're still small, uh, trying to support the team of like seven companies now. (laughs) Um, You know, I try and do my tasks, my projects, things like that. And then I reach out to kind of my team and see what they need help with. So I schedule training blocks with them in order to ensure their success as well. Um, Yeah, I think that's pretty much my day. Rinse, repeat. Yeah, somehow it just ends up repeating. I end up at the end of the night, tapping out and then starts all over again. (laughs)
0: Love it. You mentioned stand-up. For folks who aren't familiar with a stand-up, what is a stand-up?
1: Yeah, um, it can either be in person or a call, just depends on where I am or where the team is. Uh, basically, it's literally the concept of if you're sitting in your cubicle, there's four of you in uh, four different cubes. You literally just stand up and say, here's what I'm working on. Here's my priorities. Here's where I need help. And then you just sit back down, right? And then me as the leader, I just need to take that. I need to make sure I get people out of their way, help them achieve their task, and help them feel successful.
0: So not death by meeting, but yet that, <clears throat> that focused... Results on purpose and then execute, type of a quick hit, right?
1: Absolutely. No longer than 15 minutes. If it goes longer than 15 minutes, you take it offline with the person who's talking way too much. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Right.
0: <laughs> we'll get to that in another meeting. Okay, cool. Um, so, obviously, you got a lot of great stuff that you're doing uh, at work and the, the skill set that your team brings sometimes can seem like black magic to folks that are not familiar with IT. Thinking outside of of IT or things that nobody sees you do, what's one thing that you're really good at that nobody ever sees?
1: I wouldn't say the people that work with me hands-on for implementation see it, but um, I'm kind of a chameleon. So in that aspect, I can shift my personality and my direction and my communication to fit people who are very task orientated. Like, mm. I don't want to talk about it. I want one, two, three bullet points, um, to people who really need to talk it out. Right. There's those people that sometimes I have to zone out and come back in, you know, we're here, <laughs> come on, we can get there. Um, but I'm able to shift my personality to be able to adhere to that. Um, and that goes with dealing with tough personalities or dealing with the people who maybe need to stand up for themselves a little bit more and yeah. helping them come out of that shell.
0: That is cool. Yeah. And that, Obviously, I think, especially in a diversified organization, serves you well uh, to be able to, as you're serving, what are we up to now? 1,500, 1,800, depending on (laughs) on where where we start counting from, right? But um, reaching each different type of personality. Um, When you think of that in terms of a difficult problem, what's one time that you were able to successfully solve a difficult problem that you're particularly proud of?
1: Oh, that's a really good question. Um, I recently implemented a software, and the big problem was it is really hard for people to switch their mind, right? Mm-hmm. To, to either adhere to a different communication style or come together when you have two different views on things. Gotcha. Um, so I was particularly proud of a product that we put out last year. Um, Where I was able to take two very different personalities and figure out how to merge those two personalities together and get them to talk effectively between each other and come to common grounds. Uh, Obviously, there were times where they had to split apart, uh, (laughs) but I think as a whole, we started to look at keely companies versus being seven individual companies strong. So, very proud of that one. That's cool. Yeah, took a lot of effort, but we got there.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Along those lines, when it comes to effort, obviously there's going to be times, you know, whether it's overwhelm or even unfocus, right, where you just lose focus because you've been burning the candle at both ends and in the middle at the same time. If you lose focus, whether it's stress uh, or, or just the inability to focus, how do you regain that focus? What questions do you ask yourself? What habits do you have to get yourself zeroed back in after an interruption or a time of unfocus?
1: Sure, Uh, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm sure three years ago, I'm still there. Um, No, that's a really good question. I really struggle with it um, to be completely transparent. Um, I really struggle to maintain focus. I would say that having a team has really helped me do that. Because If I do that to myself, I do that to my team. Mm -hmm. And then it holds me accountable. So at the end of the day, I go, man, I had these six things that I told my team I was going to get accomplished for them and get out of their way, and I really let them down. Mm -hmm. So for me, having that team really makes me feel like I have an impact on these other people, and therefore I need to learn how to really refocus, which is why I say I always start my day with what are my hot priorities, going through my list, shifting some things up and down. Um, to just ensure that at least I feel successful for these 10 things, even if these 200 didn't, right. um, and really keep myself focused that way by the things that I commit to.
0: So just that little system of kind of the daily preview, so to speak, right? Mm-hmm. I love that. That's, uh, I think that can, in conjunction with some kind of a weekly, you know, what, what did we get done this last week? What are we gonna try and do? Is an easy thing that sets us all up for at least being able to try and zero back in.
1: Yeah, I mean, on our team, it's really hard to feel successful because you're always, there's always the next implementation, Mm -hmm. the next initiative, the next task or fire drill or something's not working. Um, So it's important for me as a person to feel like I'm accomplishing something. Um, And it's really important for me as a leader for my team to feel like we're accomplishing something.
0: Yeah, and I think that's really something that's profound uh, that a lot of us are dealing with In the information age, um, if you're not dealing with something that you're building um, or even certainly building in terms of software, it's never done anymore.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, The
0: work is never completed and you never catch back up. Uh, So you're always behind, there's always more to do. And being able to keep people focused on what their value is, uh, even though the list keeps piling up, is, is truly one of those leadership tools that all of us need to be able to embrace moving forward Uh, Otherwise, it feels like we never win. Mm -hmm. And what's the point? And so being able to communicate with people, build them up and let them know that, hey, look at what you did get done. And, you know, let's eat this elephant one bite at a time as opposed to try and attack the whole thing. I think that's a key to success in the information age. Uh, Absolutely. Let's look at it from the flip side. Um, How about a failure that you had um, that actually has set you up? for future success?
1: Oh, I hate that question. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's why I like asking it. <laughs> it's a past, hard question. So
1: forward, feel often, right? <laughs> uh, same project, right? Um, we did an implementation of an HR and recruiting platform. Okay. And me as, I don't know if it was a millennial or I just got way too big for my britches. Um, I thought I had it all under control the whole mm-hmm. entire time. I really did uh, being a team of one and working with multiple subcontractors and doing everything so that that went probably so this was
0: <laughs> before you had a team correct okay
1: um so that was probably i, I can tell you it was august of 2018 that's how,
0: that's how big of a failure it was at 2:38 p.m exactly. not that you're counting okay.
1: <laughs> oh it's so funny me and the third party partner always joke about it because she felt the same way when it happened um but we just lost control and it was a huge failure i had to go in front of rusty our ceo and say this isn't going to happen. I, I honestly don't know where we are. I don't know how to get a hold handle of it, but I will. Um, and just so everybody's clear, we are implemented.
0: Yes. <laughs> Set you it. up for success, yes. not a failure that <laughs> exactly. ended with failure. Yes.
1: Um, but that really, for me, I did a really hard self-reflection of what mistakes did I really make when one, um, doing the interview process for what product we were going mm. to choose. Um, to. Where did I just completely drop huge pieces? Was it, I didn't ask enough questions? Did I just not know? Should I have tagged my supervisor in earlier? Um, So all of those really hard lessons. um, So thankful for Keely Companies, honestly, for letting me make those mistakes and keep going. Um, But all those lessons really have had me in a different place when I evaluate software. Mm-hmm. Um, and when my team tries to do things, I try and have them look at it in a different way, ask the important questions like, have you ever actually built the connector? Or, Is it in progress? <laughs> you know, those little things that you little don't really details. think about as a as a person who wants to take on a huge project for your mm-hmm. first time. Um, I believe that you should always reach out. So. I don't know where I got stuck, but it's definitely made me more communicative with my leadership as well as my supervisor um, and asking those hard questions of, I really need you to be here with me. Like mm-hmm. I need you to run alongside me. I don't know what I'm doing. So, That's There was a lot of good lessons learned with that one.
0: That is good. Yes, that set you up for massive <laughs> career growth too. So you go from you as a solopreneur, so to speak, absolutely, uh, to now a team of eight plus you. Uh, in the future, who knows where it ends up, right? Yeah. Uh, IT continues to be a critical part of every successful business. and You're the one that is the interface between the system side and the user side, and that's a cool place to be. Absolutely. Um, kind of flipping around and just going uh, totally tangential here. So do you have a favorite quote?
1: Um, it's, Dance like no one's watching. Sing like no one can hear you and love like you've never been hurt. I actually have the love like you've never been hurt tattooed on my shoulder. Very cool. Yeah. What
0: motivated that to become a favorite for you?
1: Um, Everybody thinks I'm kind of an extrovert. Um, So I'm actually a really big introvert, which is why I struggle sometimes. um, Because people are always like, no, you're the presenter. You're always out there. Um, so that quote really, for me, just tells me to like, stop thinking about everybody around me mm. and really just hone in on myself, like go out there and dance and just don't think about the whole crowd that's watching at the Christmas party. Just get out there, <laughs> get out there and do something right. Um, you know, seeing like no one can hear you. I love to sing, but like you usually do it in the shower, right? Cause right. you're an introvert and it scares you. Um, but then there's people in American Idol that go out there and you're like, why are you on there? Like, that's mm-hmm. embarrassing. So trying to push it helps that quote tries to push me, um, to be extroverted. And then the love, like you've never been hurt <clears throat> for me. I've, I've had some pretty rough relationships, mm. so it reminds me to always stay open. Um, which led me to marrying my wife. I think if I would have closed myself in, yeah. then I would have never married my soulmate.
0: Yes. Which is important. Yeah. Uh, very easy when when we are hurt to uh, not give it another chance, right? Mm-hmm. That's, That's a great fun. quote. I love that. I've heard it a couple times, but it's I love hearing the stories behind it because it makes it real. Mm-hmm. And, and hopefully, whoever you are out there in podcast land, hopefully that gives you a little bit of encouragement to not give up on something or someone. Um, okay, so here's another fun one for you. Um, let's say, okay, we're in the IT world. Let's say you have the ability to send a social media post, an email, a Slack message, a Teams, whatever it is. Some kind of a digital message that would magically appear on all these little slabs of glass and aluminum, the cell phone that we all carry around. What would you force to pop up on everyone's screen? What would it say?
1: Ooh, is it an image or text?
0: To be anything you want. You have full control. You can put something on everyone in the world's screen.
1: Hmm. I think right now I would put the image of... Um my team got me a, a little, like, Yeti cup and mm-hmm. then a gift card, and it's my first year being a supervisor, so I think that I would push that image and say, see, even when you fail, you still succeed. <laughs> <And> I, <laughs> I, I literally almost brought tears to my eyes because, I, you know, I'm just like, I always wonder if I'm doing right by them. Mm-hmm. I always wonder if, I, you know, my first time, if I'm making mistakes or if I'm a good leader at all or if I should just sit there and you know do the work Um, I think we're always asking so it meant a lot to me and I think you know those little things are things that people need to be reminded about of like cherish those little moments because all the stuff chaos that's happening around you those little moments are the ones that are impactful and mean something.
0: Yeah that's powerful it is the little things and a lot of times we don't know the little kindness that we do to somebody may mean more to them than we could ever know Mm -hmm. I think that's a great reminder of It is the little things that make the world go round. I appreciate you sharing that. That's a good one. Um, You said you're a hard worker. You're a high performer. I would agree. (laughs) (laughs) You're a way high performer. Um, But besides the hard work side of it, when it comes to success, what sets you up to be a success?
1: I don't know. I think I ask myself that almost every night. Like, how did I get here? Um, I honestly can't tell you other than um the quote right love Mm -hmm. like you've never been hurt it's that perseverance it's that get knocked down and get back up um maybe the fact that i am so self-reflecting um i think a lot of people sit there and go well what did you do like how did you not help me Mm -hmm. what is it that Mm -hmm. you could have done for me and for me i'm always like crap what could i have done what is it that um what is it that i'm not doing why am i not excelling right yeah. instead of blaming it on somebody else i would say that that that's what set me up for where i am
0: i love it that's a great answer speaking of success how do you define success i knew you to ask that question so rude <laughs> you knew it was coming
1: <laughs> um long term uh you know just having having my family be mm-hmm. happy um and in a good place and um, really maintaining the fact that i love my job would be Mm -hmm. successful Um, i think it's very easy to maybe five years down the road be upset about where i am and what i chose to do Um, so success for me would still feel like i am where i want to be and i've chosen very um very cognizantly that i am where i want to be and i put myself here instead of somebody else put me here or i made a wrong turn somewhere and regret a whole bunch of things on that that's good temporarily it's just you know my team being happy, <laughs> successful is that my team is operating they're putting out good work and um, they're they're not feeling neglected or like I'm letting them down in any way
0: now it's good last weird tangent question then we'll get back kind of the, <laughs> to the normal ones you were talking about singing in the shower right so what what's your favorite song which song are you singing and why
1: Oh, I don't know. I guess it just depends on if it's a good day or a bad day. Right. <laughs> um. Yeah, I can't. I can't think of one off the top of my head to be <laughs> honest. Right now, uh, it's been a, it's been a rough start to the year. So probably the singing has stopped, and it's more of like planning. I gotcha.
0: Sure. <laughs> sure. Okay.
1: Um. So it's been it's been a little while since I probably have sang in the shower, which is probably do that soon. Yeah,
0: that's <laughs> good. Start the year off with a goal to eventually get back to singing in the shower. I like that. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. It's
1: all about that purposeful, right? Like That's success. Right. I wanted to
0: be here. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, speaking of success, and obviously you have a team, you know, as, as you're looking at somebody who's entering uh, the field, right? So whether it's the user experience or IT in general, and that can be somebody who's younger in their career or somebody who's doing a mid-career transition. What's some advice that you would give to that person who's just getting ready to enter the field to set them up for some career growth?
1: I would say stay humble. Um, Because IT is such a saturated market, it's really easy to get too big for your Mm britches. To feel like, you know, either salary related or workload related, I can go anywhere else and I can do this very easily. Uh, Just because you're pissed off or you're not performing Mm -hmm. or you're not trying to do that self-reflection, hold yourself accountable. So stay humble Um, and Never say it's not my job.
0: Oh, good. So one.
1: that's a really big thing for me. I never say it's not my job unless I'm really, really angry. <laughs> no, um, never say it's not your job because saying it's not your job really closes your possibilities in your mind. Um, and you never know, just like me, you never know that the one thing that you didn't say that's or you said that's not my job would have been the thing you fell in love with, the thing that like really you said. Mm this is my career, this is why I'm doing it. Yeah. Um, so I think just just stay humble and stay open.
0: That's good, thank you. Bravo. No I certainly appreciate your time, Ramona. I know, again, I'm sure user requests are piling up as we're sitting here, but uh, it never stops, right? 24 seven is the job of IT, I appreciate your time. Thanks for sharing with us and uh, hope you have a great rest of the week.
1: You too, thank you for having me.
0: You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks for joining us here on the Under Construction Podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. As usual, if you'd like to subscribe to the podcast, you can choose either the anchor.fm forward slash Keely U website or your favorite podcatcher. Look forward to talking to you in another couple of weeks. Hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day.